0: They took their time singing. I'm about to take my time preaching. And if you get in a hurry, have a good lunch. We're about to have church. The way you really say it is we're about to have some church up in here. Amen. Because I feel like God wants to say some things to us today. Let, let, me, let me tell you something. All this, uh, it's a new world. It's a, it's a brand new day. I walked in here last Sunday and they had, it looked like church was on fire. I so said, who did that? What, what's going on? Somebody raised their hand and said, I did it, but I got permission. I don't care. I don't care if you got fog. It's good with me. I don't care. Fog don't bother me. Don't keep me from praising God. Amen. Got lights. We're about to do some new lights and we got a bunch of them out. And we need some help and we're about to fix all that. I like lights. It's okay with me. Like, we didn't have lights when I was a kid like that. We just had lights. It's okay. I don't care if you have lights. lights. And no problem with me. We got a lot of new stuff. Technology. Everything's done by computers. There wasn't a screen nowhere in any church when I was going to church as a kid and grew up in the church. We didn't have no words. You learned the words. That's why I can still sing some of them old songs word for word, because you learn the words out of a song book. Amen? Toby can tell you page numbers. Toby can say page number so-and-so and and name the song, play it all. He comes to the house every once in a while, gets on the piano, and and, uh, we sing and and laugh and, and just get some of them old songs down. But there wasn't none of that when I was growing up. There ain't nothing wrong with it. It's just new day everybody say it's a new day so you can have church without lights you can have church without fog you can have church without screens you can have church without computers but you can't have church without praise you can have church without a lot of stuff but brother let me tell you you got to send some hallelujahs up you got, got, got to learn to praise the Lord And let me tell you about me. I'd rather go to a church where there's not one special lighting effect, and not one ounce of fog, and not one screen, and not one anything modern, and still have old-fashioned apostolic Holy Ghost praise and worship. And I'm going to preach to you why today, okay? Somebody say praise. Come on, say it with me. Praise goes first. Praise is the number one thing when we come to the house of God. That's why the Bible said when you come, you enter His gates with thanksgiving and you come into His courts with praise. Woo! Hallelujah. I'm, I'm glad there's a great spirit of praise here this morning. Because, and, and then let me just, let me say I'm pre, pre, preaching right now. I'm going to get to where I want to go in a few minutes, but listen to me. There's this deal going around. I'm not stupid. I see it. I hear it. I know it. I talk to pastors. I read. I watch. But there's this deal going around. Matter of fact, there is a company now that will come to your church and they will they will teach you how to have church for the modern age. And here's what they do. They say you can have a move of the Spirit, but not too much. If you got anybody that wants the Holy Ghost, you take them to the side room. And you pray them through to the Holy Ghost. If you got anybody that wants to get a... I loved it when I looked up this morning and this whole... Front was filled with people that were praising and magnifying God. Thank you, Everett. Thank you, Antonette. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Denise. Thank you, anybody that will thank you, Charlie. I want to tell you something today. We don't have time to push praise to the back room. We better get busy worshiping, magnifying, praising God, because praise is where it's at. It'll get miracles to this church. It'll get power and anointing upon this church it will bring healing to this church it will do things nothing else will do that's why the guy stood on the video and said something erupted in him and he started giving up hallelujahs because hallelujahs will tear down every wall in your life hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah I'm talking about real praise. Let me take you to Numbers real quick. The Bible said, The Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, Every man of the children of Israel. This is in, in Numbers chapter 2, verse 1. I'm sorry. If you have your Bibles, you can turn. If you got it marked where I preached there before, you're exactly right. I'm going to preach it again this morning because it needs to be preached. He said, every man of the children of Israel shall pitch by his own standard with the ensign of their father's house. Far off about the tabernacle of the congregation shall they pitch. And on the east side, somebody shout on the east side. On the east side toward the rising of the sun shall they of the standard of the camp of Judah pitch throughout their armies of Nashon and the son of Amenadab shall he shall be captain of the children of Judah and his host and those that were numbered of them were three score and fourteen thousand and six hundred. That's seventy-four thousand six hundred. And those that do pitch next unto him shall be the tribe of Issachar. And Nathaniel the son of Zuar shall be captain of the children of Issachar. And his host and those that were numbered thereof were fifty and four thousand and four hundred. Then the tribe of Zebulun and Eliab the son of Helon shall be captain of the children of Zebulun and his host and those that were numbered thereof were fifty and seven thousand and four hundred. And all that were numbered in the camp of Judah were a hundred thousand and four score thousand and six thousand and four hundred throughout their armors. These shall first set forth. Somebody shout it one more time. Praise Praise goes first. Now, why did I read that chapter, or that portion of chapter in the book of Numbers? Here's why. Because in order to understand the setting up of the tabernacle in the wilderness, you have to understand why God did what He did. If you look at the history of Judah, the tribe of Judah, you have to go back and understand His birth. Judah was born of Jacob and Leah. You remember the story of Leah? Anybody here remember the story of Leah? Jacob went to work for Laban, worked seven years for Rachel, be- fair-eyed, beautiful Rachel. And, ja- and Laban brought the bride out, and she had a veil on, married him up, pulled the veil off, and there was no ugly Leah. He had to work seven more years to get Rachel. Y'all know that story, so Leah was always pushed to the back. Leah was always frowned upon. Rachel was the one that that Jacob wanted, but Jacob had children with Leah. The, the Bible said. The Bible said in Genesis forty-nine. You can read it in verses three through ten that Jacob literally bestowed the birthright upon Judah, and the Messiah Jesus was promised through. The lineage of Judah. Judah was chosen of God. There's a reason for that. If you go back and you look at the birth of Leah's kids, you will find one called Reuben that she named him Reuben because it said, it means see God has given me a son. And then there was Simeon that she named Simeon because she said see God has heard and Simeon means hearing. And then there was Levi. Then she said, God had joined Jacob and I together. And so she named Levi, who was the Levitical priesthood. But this Judah kid, this kid that came along last from the womb of Leah, this kid was named Judah because she said, Judah! It's going to be praised. And Judah is going to mean praise. I've come to preach to you on a Sunday morning. Nothing new. But I want to tell you, God always honors praise. He honors praise above joined. He honors praise above seeing. He honors praise above hearing. He honors praise above any of the other sons. He said Judah is going to set up camp on the east side. He is going to be the first to see the rising of the sun. Judah was to lead the children of Israel. Judah was chosen as the leader of the tribes in setting up of the tabernacle. Judah was led in the wandering in the wilderness. Judah because before anything happens in the church, before anything happens in your personal life, before anything comes to pass anywhere, at any time with you and God, there must be praise. You can't just go to God in prayer every morning and start petitioning God for everything. You've got to enter His gates. With thanksgiving and come into the courts. That's where He is. you got to get there with praise. That's why when you kneel down you need to start thanking God for the goodness of God. Thanking God for another day. Thanking God for the food on your table. Thanking God for the clothes on your back. Thanking God for the car that you drive. And when you get through thanking God, then you want to get a little closer to God and walk right into His court. You just start praising God. God, you are the Most High. Whoa, God, you are the great God of the eternal ages. Jesus, you are the mighty God. I praise you above of all things. You know why? Because praise gets you in connection with God. God always honors praise. I don't care who's giving it. Everybody has a right to praise God. Don't you ever, ever criticize somebody for praising God. I don't care if they've been the most dirty, rotten sinner in the world. I don't care what their reputation is. I don't care where they came from. I don't care what you know about them or don't know about them. Don't ever criticize anybody for praising God. Because I've got a right, and you've got a right, and everybody's got a right to praise the Lord. Woo! I'm gonna have church, and what I don't know what you're gonna do, but I'm gonna have church here today. And we gonna get through, when we gonna get through. I don't have a watch. Hallelujah! Furthermore, I don't care. God loves praise. One time he said, and I, if I be lifted up. And I know, I know he was talking about the cross. I know he was talking about, but here's the connotation of it. If, If you lift him up, he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. When you, there's something about praise. Let me tell you, you go to a church without it, and you can tell the difference when you've been to a church with it. Don't give me no dead church. If you serve a dead God, go to a dead church. But if you serve a living God, your hands ought to be up. Your mouth ought to be open. You ought to be singing. You ought to be praising. You ought to be magnifying. You ought to be giving God praise. That's right, Everett. You ought to be dancing in the Spirit. You ought to be saying something to God in a way of worship. Because that is the will of God concerning praise. Let me tell you something else. He lives. He inhabits. Somebody say, He inhabits. You know where your habitation is? That's your address. That's where you go today when church is over. And you go back to your habitation. What's your address, David? you know your address? 215 Nelson Road. Y'all go see me cook your dinner. 215 Nelson Road. What's your address, Charlie? 915 Hodge Watson. 915, Hodge Watson. I know right where it's at. You know what? That's your habitation! That's where you go. Let me tell you where God is in. Let me tell you His address today. P-R-A-I-S-E. When you start praising Him, He moves in. He said, I inhabit. I inhabit. It's my habitation. It's
1: where I want to live. It's where I get most excited. When you start giving me praise. ha. Ah yeah! Somebody say hallelujah!
0: I got to talk to you a minute. Let me tell you, no matter this song, I wish I had all the words to that song. you will say, "My God, I never heard that song before." I don't listen to the radio, that kind of radio. If it ain't on Fox News, I don't hear it. So. Y'all keep up with the newest songs and I don't know. I don't know the guy that was on the video. I don't I didn't keep up with it, Crystal. But here's what I do know. Whoever wrote that song had an inward view of God. Because when you start singing hallelujah, praises and wall praises go up and walls start coming down. They start coming down. You know what? if 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 if, if there's a a story in the Bible that proves what I'm preaching today. It is the story of Paul and Silas in a Philippian jail. Thrown in the inner prison. Now I don't, I don't know much about Philippian jails, but obviously there was an outer prison and an inner prison. Obviously there was more, it was, it was worse as you went deeper. Here they were in stocks and bonds. For preaching the gospel. They weren't in there for murder. They hadn't burglarized anybody. There was not any rape. There was not any, there was nothing like that at all. Uh, Here, thank you. Hey, they got me the words. Boy, that's what I like right there. See, that's that new technology stuff. You could have done this in 1972. But listen to me. Listen to me. They were there for preaching. And they were in stocks and bonds and chains. And they were in the inner prison. A stinking, sorry, low down, dark place. Probably the worst moment of their preaching career. Probably the worst moment of their life. And here they were. And, and there was no way out. There was nobody there to deliver them. They didn't have an army coming to rescue them. They didn't, they didn't put out an all points bulletin. We got a couple of guys in prison. We got a march on the jailhouse. No, 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 no. The Bible said it was midnight when Paul and Silas, I don't know whose idea it was. I got a feeling it must have been Paul. But here they are in chains. When Paul said, "Silas, I tell you what we ought to do: we ought to just give God some praise here in this old jailhouse." Because let me tell you, I don't know why we're here, but I know who He is. Hallelujah! I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through, but I know who He is. Hallelujah! Ah, it was but just a few minutes uh, till they started singing, and the Bible said they sang praises to God. At the midnight hour. Oh, I wish I could paint you a picture of it tonight. Or today. I wish I could let you see it like it really was. There's guys trying to sleep. There's some prisoner that's cursing and yelling, Would you guys shut up? It's midnight. Would you all be quiet? There's others that are saying, What in the... Are you doing... That's the way prisons are. You think it was a lovely little place? No, it was. It was full of demons and devils and crooks and and all kind of people. And here they were, and they just started. So I don't know what they say. I, don't, I wish I knew. I've wished a million times that I knew what they say. But whatever it was, when they started singing, suddenly there was a rumbling in the distance. Suddenly, the old jailhouse began to move a little bit. And it wasn't but a few minutes till God said, I hear you, boy. I hear you, praise. And the Bible said He shook that ground with an earthquake. He shook it so hard at the net. That the chains fell off. Hallelujah. Not just on them, but on all their comrades. Not just on Paul and Silas, but brother, they sang and prayed a revival down. At midnight, you're going to tell me that you got to get down in the mouth and worried about tomorrow and worried about where you are and worried about what the doctor said. No, 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 no. Just praise Him! Just praise Him! Because there's victory in that praise. There's power in that praise. It'll shake a jailhouse. It'll make people's chains fall off. I want to tell you what would happen today if I could get corporate praise in this building this morning where everybody's plugged in with one mind and with one accord. I'll tell you what would happen Habits would break free. I tell you what would happen. People would be healed. The glory of God would fall in this house because God loves praise. You got a choice, Paul. You got a choice, Silas. You can get all depressed. You can get all down and out. You can act like you lost your last friend. You can complain about doing good for God and winding up in a prison. Or you can just start singing. And just, just start praising God. They couldn't lift their hands, couldn't lift their feet, couldn't do anything. I want to tell you what, when you start praising God, something's about to give. Something is about to get. If it will break down jailhouse walls. If it will cause earthquakes. If it will lose prisoners. If it will send a revival. Let me tell you, they got up. Woo! Boy, this feels good. Man, my old hands done got enough. My feet feel better. And, and it was so powerful that the Philippian jailer took his sword out. And was about to take his own life because he knew he was responsible for all those prisoners. And he looked up and seen every one of them loose. Paul said, hold it, buddy. Do thyself no harm. We are all here. It's in the book. We ain't going nowhere. we just having a revival. God's just doing a miracle. We're not leaving this house. You see... You see, what I come to preach this church on this Sunday morning, Everett, come on out here with me. You know why Everett dances? Because God picked him up on the streets of Los Angeles. And God found the homeless man. And God fed him. And God healed him. And God said, I'll dance with you, Everett. You keep dancing every service. Because the Holy Ghost will do a work. You'll not only break loose your bands, but you'll break loose everybody around you. At midnight. Somebody say at midnight. Here's what happened at midnight. I don't know if I can read this or not. Here's what happened at midnight. I raised a hallelujah in the presence of mine enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than my unbelief. I raise a hallelujah. My weapon is a melody. I raise a hallelujah. Heaven comes to fight for me. You tell me that wasn't the will of God. You tell me I'm not in the will of God. I've come to preach to somebody. You may be at your lowest point in your life. Why don't you just get your hands up this morning. Why don't you just start saying it from here. Jesus. I love you Jesus. I'd magnify you, Jesus. I'd praise you, Jesus. i worship you, Jesus. See? Say this with me. There's victory in praise. There's victory in praise. You remember David, King David? You can sit down. I'm not through you remember King David King David was chosen by God when he was just a little old boy out tending sheep you know perhaps the story of how the Lord chose David over all the other sons and uh, put him on the throne David looked up one day and said something's wrong here Where's the Ark of the Covenant? Where's the Spirit of God in this place? So he he went down and got it at Obed-Edom's house. I I won't tell the whole story. I'll just paraphrase a little bit. But David did not follow the Ark. David led the Ark. The king of Israel got out in front of the Ark. And the Bible said, If I got it right, I'm fixing to go there over in that area here in just a few weeks. I'm fired up. I'm like Mr. Obama. I'm fired up and ready to go. But listen, the Bible says every six paces, David stopped. Every six paces. Now i got to show you all something. You can't have dignity and do this, okay? I don't know how he did it, but here's what I know. It was a 20 mile walk from Obed Eva's house to where the Ark of the Covenant was going back in the Temple of God. 20 miles. But every six steps, one, two, three, four, five, six, the Bible said David stopped. Ark is coming home. One, two, three, four, five, six. Woo! The ark is coming home. You say, preacher, you're great. No, I'm not. I tell you how bad it was. It was so bad that his old arrogant, prideful wife was sitting up the window watching him. And when he got back to the palace, she said, David. You have disgraced the kingship. You 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 look like a fool out there. You know what he said? Oh, I love David. He said, "You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen." It. You know what he did? He brought the Spirit back where it ought to been to the house of God. You know what's got to happen? You know what would happen in the churches of America on this Sunday morning? If somebody would dare to dance. If somebody would dare to to, to shout before the Lord. If somebody would dare. There's some churches you got to go in there and look like a stoning stone age man. You can't clap. You can't say praise the Lord. You can't say hallelujah. I ain't going there. I don't want to go there. I'm perfectly happy with lifting up my voice and lifting up my hands and lifting up my heart. Because let me tell you, that will lead the Spirit of God back to the house of God. See, I hadn't hadn't felt God in a while, preacher. I'll tell you how to do it. Start praising Him. I just didn't feel like I used to feel. That's because you ain't praising like you used to praise. That's because you... You know, I, I look around and I look. I sit on this platform. Some of you are worshipers. Some of you are sitters. we got sitters and standers in this building. Some of you are dead or in corn shocks. If my daddy's old bird dog would have run by you, he'd have pointed. Because you're dead. Here's what, here's what the Bible said. Twice dead. Somebody say twice dead. You know what that means? You've got to be born again to be twice dead. You can't die, you die one time only if you're born one time. But if you're born again and you die in the spirit, you're twice dead. I want to preach to you on a Sunday morning, you need to have a resurrection. You need to, you know what? God ain't answering your prayers because you're not a praiser. God's not coming to your house because you're not a praiser. You need to dance before the Lord and lead Him back to your place. He'll save your children, He'll heal your cancer, He'll take care of your sugar diabetes, He'll take care of the sickness in your life. When you praise Him,
1: Jesus was born from the tribe of Judah. And Judah means let God be praised.
0: If you go read the New Testament, the Bible said that when Jesus Christ was making the triumphant entry into Jerusalem, they they brought palm branches. They took their coats off, throwed them in the road. They pulled palm branches all along the way. Anybody know what they were shouting? Hosanna! 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 They were down on their knees. They were bowing. Hosanna! Hosanna! They were worshiping. If you read just a few verses later, you'll find where the Bible said that the Lord went into their temple and He healed their lame and He healed their blind and He performed many miracles. Let me tell you, they ain't coming till somebody says, Hosanna, till somebody throws their coat in the bay, till somebody gets a palm branch out, till somebody says, Jesus, we worship you today. Ah, uh, that's why we have, somebody said, why do we have singing? Why do we have praise? We do it to make way for the Lord because He walks in when praise goes up. Hey, listen to me one more time here. Listen. Listen. When the children of Israel went to fight against Jericho, they had no swords. They had no spears. They had no artillery. They had nothing, Brother Rundle, but this right here, and this right here, and this right here. Oh, Amen. The Lord said, you go march. You go march six times, one time a day, for six days. You don't have to say anything, just march. So Joshua gets the old, old children of Israel up and said, Okay, guys, here, I'm just putting it in our... 21st century church. Okay, guys, everybody geling up here. We're going to march today. For what? Because the Lord said march. We're just going to march around the walls here. Are you crazy, preacher? Are you nuts? Yeah, I am. I'm as crazy as Joshua was. Because Joshua said, okay, guys, we're going to march the next day. He gives them up. Hey!
1: Send the word out! Everybody gather up! We're going to march again today! What?
0: We're going to march again. There ain't nothing happened yesterday. What makes you think something's going to happen today? Second day. Third day, same thing. Fourth day, same thing. Don't you imagine about the sixth day. Okay, everybody gather up! We're going to march! Chapter 1. Have you lost your mind? No. No. All right. Seventh day. Here we go. Seventh day. Everybody gather up. I can see them now. Murmuring, complaining, griping, no doubt. There's always unbelievers in the crowd. And, and Mark, here, here's, here's what Joshua said. You know what we're going to do? Today we're going to march around this city seven times. And on the seventh time, I want you all to blow the ram's horns. You guys over here getting ready. I was reading this morning down in the Word of the Lord where they were getting ready to have church, and they had thousands that played instruments, thousands that were dancers, thousands that were worshipers. They got it all together. That's what they did on this particular day. I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give the sign on that seventh time. And I want you to just start shouting. I just want you to lift up your voice and start shouting. I just want you to start praising the God of Israel. I want the ram's horns to blow. Brother, let me tell you. To make a long story short, on that seventh time around, I'm sure there was some tired feet. I'm sure there were some people that didn't feel like it. I'm sure, but they did what the man of God said, and it wasn't but just a moment until the walls began to crack and the walls began to fall, and the victory came to Israel because you don't need a spear, you don't need a sword. All you need is a praise. Hallelujah. You want your walls down today? I challenge you to start praising and magnifying God. First Peter 2 and 9. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar people. Look at your neighbor right now and smile ribbing and say, You sure are peculiar. We got some weirdos in this place. But he didn't stop there. He said, you're chosen, you're royal, you're holy, you're peculiar. That you should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. If you you don't have nothing else to praise God, just praise God because you're breathing His air. Just praise God because you're able to come to His house. Just praise God because He's given you another day oh Mother Earth. Are you with me today? I lost my watch, so I don't care. I'm just preaching that I'm through. Hear me right now. Psalms 150. Praise you, the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of a trumpet. Praise him with a psaltery and harp. Praise him with a temple and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him of the loud cymbals. Praise him of the high sounding cymbals.
1: Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord.
0: If you're breathing right now, you ought to be praising. If you're breathing right now, there ought to be a thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I magnify you, Jesus. If you're breathing, there ought to be a praise, Look at me right now. The devil is not afraid of non-worshippers. He is not afraid of people that won't praise. Because you don't have no power if you don't have no praise. Come on down here, Anthony. Right here. You belong here. Come on down here, Sarah. Come on down here, Everett. Come on down here, Charlie. Come on down here, Denise. Y'all seem to be the leaders of praise here this morning. That's okay. Come on down here, Brother Glass. I need a little more high-stepping out of you. Well, preacher, you know, you're going to scare visitors away. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. You ready? You ready? Visitors are tired of dead church. I hear it all the time I went to so and so and you know what they just don't let us worship and praise God I got to, I names right here in this room that are here this morning that you tried it the other way and the other way is not so hot it's a little social club I know it ain't popular but I'm going to say it anyway it's just a little it's just a little club you just kind of go to it Hey, everybody, we're church. We're Christians. Hallelujah. Woo! That feels so good. You know what? How long has it been since you worshiped till the power of God hit you and you rolled on the floor, till you danced in an aisle, till you spoke in tongues so you couldn't quit? How long has it been since you had an apostolic anointing on your life? How long has it been since you saw healing? How long has it been since you saw a miracle? ah, I'm not afraid of you, devil. I'll praise you in a prison cell. I'll praise you when the walls are up. I'll praise you whenever there's a sickness. I'll praise you no matter what. I'm going to praise the Lord. So, here's what we're going to do. If you want the Holy Ghost today, when you step out in that aisle, I want you to start praising God. I don't want you to beg God. It's a promise you can have. If you need a healing, who needs healing in their body here right now? Who needs healing in their body here right now? Whoever you are all over this church. If you need healing, you can't hesitate. You can't say, "Ah, let me think about this. If you need healing... You need to get out of there right now and head for the front of this church. Who needs a miracle in this house today? Right there. Who needs a miracle? Hold your hand up. Right there. Come here, brother. David, God's got a miracle. Grab him, brother Robert. And bring him. David, come on up here. God's got a miracle for you this morning. Right there. Right there behind you, brother Robert. Right there behind you. Get get the one right, right there. Yeah, I want him up here. David, come here. Come here, come here I know you've been to the doctor I know you've been to the doctor But the doctor don't know everything Doctor Jesus knows more Than doctor anybody else, okay? He made you And God can take care of every situation in your body I feel praise today I feel like God is about to perform a miracle today In the name of the Lord Jesus Heal His body totally Let the doctor report. Come back clear. Let there be nothing, nothing in him right now, Lord. Heal him in Jesus' name. Alright? You need a miracle? You need a healing? Whatever it means. Anybody need anything financial today? You need God to bless your business. Come on down here. Come on. Come on. Hurry, 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 hurry. What do you need from God today? What do you need from God today? What are you waiting on this morning? Your family in trouble? What do you need? Deliverance? You need it? They're gonna start singing, and I don't have the energy to pray for all of you. Someone ask Brother Eric, Brother Robert, Brother Rory, all the ministers, Brother Rice, all the ministers in this house to start walking through this room today. And when they touch you, I don't want you to ask God. I want you to thank God. I want you to begin to praise God. I want you to let praise go up. Judah goes first. Praise goes first. Whatever it is you need from God today. All over this house. Sing, singers. Sing it. I raise a hallelujah.
1: I raise a hallelujah. Oh, I raise a hallelujah. I'll oh, praise him. Praise him for Him. Praise him for the Holy Ghost. Praise raise him for bread.